Shiva Kamini Samakanda Krampuches! Big out shaped round three as owners remembered that sinking feeling of what fantasy footy is all about. And didn't we miss it? We picked through the stats throughout the leagues and we also revealed the newly crowned champion of the Shiva Song Contest. Brace yourselves for the Shiva Blast! Despite a complete COVID scare, it feels like we're back on the bike now, even with only eight of nine games played on the weekend. Let's check in with our co-host. Yep, he's been upgraded. He's properly co-host now, James Gatherer Goss. Coach Gossy, how are you, mate? Hello, Damon. Hello, listeners. Look at me, two weeks in a row. Well, Upgrade. mate, uh, hey, we're glad to have you here. It was a bit of an odd round. Yes, we know, and it's been covered in all the other fantasy mm-hmm. podcasts that uh, things really hit the skids when... Conor McKenna got his positive test. Do you think, in hindsight, of how everything played out, did Ultimate Footy get it right? Look, it's a strange, strange world in 2020 where Ultimate Footy were kind of the voice of reason over the weekend. <laughs> there. It was, um, yeah, I don't, as a, for a one-off at least, I don't hate the um, using the projections for the thing. Um, and none of them were really that far outside of a reasonable expectation that anyone could really complain about it. Um, and it got done, and it was simple, and uh, we move on. Um, you know, if we have another week where, you know, four or six or eight teams are out, then, uh, you know, maybe it's a different story and something else needs to happen. But, um, you know, we got through. I think that the mentality here is we keep this thing going as long as we can. Yeah, there may come a point where things get derailed enough okay, Shiva actually needs to take a pause for the year because we can't follow along with fantasy scoring and the actual bookkeeping of it all might become a little too problematic. But at the moment, let's just be thankful that we have a game to cling on to because, I mean, here's the funny thing, right? I'm 0-3 and at the moment, but I really like my team. Like a a guy like Jai Simpkin, I, I drafted him this year. He's obviously breaking out. I don't want to miss the opportunity to own him. I don't have him in any keeper league, <laughs> and I want to ride that Jai train. Yeah, look, it seems to be a good train to be on at the minute. Um, toot toot. Yeah, I mean, the rest of your team can't be that great if you're sitting at zip and three, but you're um, that's that's just luck of the draw, isn't it? But yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm right with you though. The, the, we got to keep this going as long as we can until it just gets uh, to the point where it really is too hard and there's too much manual intervention to to work out a week-to-week sort of arrangement, then, um, yeah, we've, we've got to push on, push through, and uh, we'll get there. It's just a game after all. Reiterating what you were kind of saying about Ultimate Footy, one thing I really did appreciate is every now and then you might look at your projected scores. If you have the insider, you can see the predictions for the round. You might look at a, proje- a projected score and think, that is well off. But they actually reviewed them before they processed them. So mm. I think a lot of us were looking at those matchups and we were looking at the projected scores thinking that is what the score is going to be. They actually did kind of give them a little bit of a shift around. So the, the results that people were thinking they were going to get were slightly different, not too much. But I think mm. that review process was really important. And I didn't see anyone complaining about a particular score, which on a platform where people have had a lot of issues historically, that's, that, yeah. is, that is really a good result. Well, that's it. Hats off to them. Um, yeah, somehow they managed to uh, to fluke the hole in one there. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Every now and then we might get lucky. Hey, uh, just quickly, Gossie, mm. uh, a couple of apologies mm-hmm. for last week. We actually attributed the stats to Coach Crunchy, Coach Bacon, 
but in fact, Benny was to blame for them. And funnily enough, he's become quite vocal of the mistakes of the podcast now that he's sitting in the bleachers. Yeah, well, look, when he's not good enough to make the first, he's going to criticise those <laughs> that are, and that's that's okay. Good luck to him. Um, no, I do appreciate him putting the, the work into the stats there and um, you know, and knowing that he's the one behind it. If I have got anything wrong when I run through them later, we can blame Benny. Easy. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting round, round three, because all of a sudden we're back in the mix of the game and people started to remember, okay, that is what this game does to us because... We had a lot of big outs, so uh, let's start with Dusty Martin, of course. Uh, Toby Green missed the game. Brandon Parfitt might not seem like much of a name, but he actually scored well in round two. Steph Martin, a lot of people would have had as their first run. Wayne Miller as a defensive option. Heppel, who I I think no one actually drafted on draft day as he would be there in round two, but because of the gap, he was there, and now he's out pretty much for the whole season. Ryan Burton missed. Fiorini got dropped. Patrick Lipinski got dropped. That is quite a lot of, you know, medium to high names, I would have thought, for one round. It's more than we usually cop, yeah. It's um, yeah, a nice reminder for us all that, um, you know, Shiva is a cruel mistress at times. And, uh, you know, we, we, again, we, we play on and we push through. It's, um, that's what the waiver wire is for. I'm seeing a lot of uh, comments as well in the Shiva chat. So Benny Macca actually said a guy in his league drafted Josh Dunkley, who we'll get to, is injured now. Uh, Taranto, Fiorini, and Newman in the first five rounds. Needless to say, he hasn't had a good start. And uh, Matt Britton as well, Coach Matt, has said his first five were Whitfield, who uh, got a knock on the head and off for a 10 this week. Brad Crouch, Fife, Sloan, who has had an injury and also hasn't been playing that well. And Darcy McPherson, yikes, not good either. No, some of those are questionable for the first handful of rounds, but... um... Yeah, that is that is still some awful luck. We do need some good news. So um, for mm. round three, we had uh, Jager back. Ollie Wines was back in. Toby McLean actually saw the life of day and uh, the light of day, I should say. Get that saying right. And scored well. <laughs> and Jack Stephen came back in, uh, although he looks frightfully unfit. He he did, but it's still a good news story that he was on the ground. That's, that's nice. And uh, yeah, hopefully that scoring will pick up in, in weeks to come. And those two big injuries that were copped in the round, well, other than Lockie Whitfield, who got the knock, he was off for 10. My first round draft pick, which, uh, again, is another knock on my season. But Josh Dunkley uh, has a syndesmosis injury. Initially, they were saying like two to three weeks. You're thinking it's going to be a lot more significant than that. Yeah, two to three was always ambitious. And the club's come out now and said, no, it's six at a minimum. So. Yeah. That's, um, you know, and, and granted, six weeks might be two rounds of footy the way things are going so far, but still it's, um, yeah, at this point going to be a lot longer than we thought. And if it is six weeks from here, that's half the season gone. In that sense, though, are you someone who looks at a situation like that as maybe mm. advantageous? Because let's say we have a gap. Now, it's 2020. Who knows what's going to happen with this season? We have a gap. Dunkley yep. heals, gets back quickly. Could you undercut an offer to a Dunkley owner, stash him and hope that some crazy shit happens. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, absolutely. You should. If you've got the the mid-depth to carry someone like that and you don't have a bench full of injured players already, then um, yeah, why wouldn't you? And then Absolutely. we've also got Xavier Dersmer who looked like he had properly ripped his hamstring given the mm. face that he made on field. But we're here in only three to four weeks, which is probably a good result. Yeah, again, maybe ambitious, but hopefully, yeah, he can get back out there. He's great fun to watch. 
Uh, let's talk about uh, the teams that have already been announced for this round. So the Thursday night game, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, Sydney and the Bulldogs. So for Sydney, Sam Gray out, Tom McCartan out, and Colin O'Riordan not playing. In Justin McInerney, eh. Uh, Sam Naismith, who played well in round two, but then got injured. Mm. Now, he's going to be in tandem with Sinclair. What do you think is going to happen there with that uh, kind of duet? Surely, I mean, look, in theory, one plays forward and one plays ruck, but um, I'd be a little nervous owning one or the other, just quietly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, at least you can loop on a Thursday mm. night, just in case something happens. Yeah. Ben Ronk also coming in for the Swans. Uh, for the Very doggies. tall. Yeah, very, very tall particularly against a smaller dogs team. Uh, so for the doggies, Josh Dunkley out. Lin Jong has a, uh, a slight niggle, I think, um, in terms of maybe his ankle or his foot. I'm not sure what it was. Uh, but the club is only saying one week, just a cautionary thing. Matt Suckling omitted it from that team. And coming in, Lewis Butler, Riley West, and Patrick Lipinski, his owners, would be very relieved. They would be. And um, Riley West, um, you know, we, we've not seen much or anything much really of him so far, but uh, I'm a big fan of this kid. So I've gone and picked him up in a couple of leagues and I'll be looping him uh, on Thursday night. I like that. Uh, okay, Gossy, with the coaches panel, you guys have a little bit of inside access to Ultimate Footy and they're manoeuvring around position changes. It seems odd. Mm-hmm. We have actually had three rounds this year. The first lot have landed today. What happened? Yep. Okay, so uh, this is, uh, of course, all common knowledge by now. You'll be able to find these anywhere, but if you're lazy and you haven't gone looking yet, <laughs> the, um, the the biggest one of any sort of real relevance is Jack Bowes getting back. Um, yeah. That's that's very, very nice for those that own him. He's, um, he's averaging 75 or so, which um, is not actually too bad for a midfielder this year and uh, puts him in the top sort of bracket for a defender. So I actually happy saw days that, if you've got uh, him. I saw that he was actually on the waivers of one league, uh, and I would say Ooh. in the top 10 divisions as well, maybe after the second round, and there was some discussion about it uh, that Bose was sitting there, that he would get picked up RFA1, but someone did drop Jack Bose this year already. Oh, that is an extraordinarily poor call, my word. Uh, oh gosh um someone that you could be quite happy dropping though would be ben mcavoy who uh, in addition to his ruck status now is also a defender um he's not doing too well but if segler happens to get injured at some point then uh, he can go right back to the sort of premium level of ruck scoring um particularly with the rucks that are playing on their own um scoring very nice premium scores at the minute yeah that's really Uh, the odd odd hope isn't it you never want to wish an injury but that's the way that mcavoy improves that it's really the only way to, I think, just quietly. So that, um, yeah, he's he's there. Keep an eye on him uh, if any sort of whisper happens to come out about Segler, but uh, we can go rushing out to pick him up now. Yep. Um, Reese Conker gets back status, um, and much as we love to to give him a whack on a pretty regular basis because he deserves it. If we're honest, he's um, <laughs> he's not been terrible this year. He um, he's had a couple of scores in the sixties, which we've got to remember are not what they were last year. And um, yeah, again, if you're looking for a, a defender, he's not a terrible option. Yep. Uh, Brennan Cox gets defense, but he's not worth worrying about. Ben Long also gets added back. Um, he was a Ford before as well, so he feels relevant there. He's no more relevant as a defender. Um, and he's scoring in the 30s, I think. So, yeah, move on. Um, and then Brett Bewley and Lockie Weller add center um, to their current forward or back status. So that's um, not really of any immediate help to most, but maybe a little bit of flexibility if you need it. Um, sure. 
And the thing with Lockie um, outside of Shiva in a keeper league is that, um, you know, if you've been watching him, um, that set move does make an awful lot of sense. And there's a very strong chance that he's going to be mid only going into next year. Um, so if if you do own him, now's the sort of time that you might want to try and trade him out high if you don't think he's going to be a premium midfielder going forward. Yeah, I think that's an astute observation. Absolutely. Um, you know, if this year is not going to be your year, See if you can get value for him now because mm. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, he's playing a lot through that midfield. All right, beautiful work he's, there, Gossie. Oh, one other. You missed. Um, cut me off too quickly. Oh. Uh, Sean, Sean Burgoyne, again, not of a huge amount of relevance, but uh, can pop up with a nice score every now and then. And if Hawthorne get a few uh, Thursday, Friday games, he can be a handy loop option. Now has forward status as well. Uh, mate, I'll take time to talk about Silk anytime on this podcast. One of my favorite AFL players, bar none. He is... Uh, mm. He's a genius, and uh, I mean Port Adelaide alum, but uh, Hall of Famer for sure. What a what a beautiful man! Yeah, I'll pay that. <laughs> Let's get into Statman. I'm Statman. Coach Benny Macker, thank you for your statistics, Gossy. What do you got for us this week? Okay, so top score this week was by Smoking Joe down in the depths of Div 22. Okay. Uh, 22, as it should be pronounced. Uh, who scored 1366, um, which is very, very nice. Um, the equivalent of about a 1720, I think, off the top of my head. Uh, the lowest score is by the aptly named and possibly recently renamed, I'm not sure, worst team ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have to be a renamed. I would think so. Um, and, yeah, in Div 4 there, uh, Coach James, uh, not me, uh, just to clarify, who scored 787. Oh, my God, that's low. That is awfully low. <laughs> he has got a win so far this year, so he's not the worst team Fuck ever. Um, you know, you'd I... hate to not have a win, wouldn't you, Damon? Uh, oh, God, that actually, uh, a little bit of bile at the back of the throat. Like, I'm okay <laughs> with not winning, but then to hear a guy that scored 787 has already chalked one up. Oh, man, I'm missing out in that club. Well, you certainly are. But uh, there were eight scores under 1,000 this week, uh, including him. And uh, But the average across the, the leagues was 1156, uh, which is a little bit down on the season average of 1183. Okay. Uh, top scoring division is Champions League number two. Um, and the second top division is Div 9, um, mostly thanks to me, of course. And uh, <laughs> And also to, to White MGs, uh, Coach Nathaniel there, who is averaging 1,362 this year. Oh, very uh, nice. Yeah, the equivalent of 1,700. Um, That's amazing over three rounds. That is extraordinary, isn't it? Um, I'm lucky enough to face him this week, so hopefully that run stops dead in its tracks very quickly. Is that the type of fixture where you're looking at this team and seeing everyone hot? You think, oh, shit. Yeah, a little bit, just quietly. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to have to try and find a few more... Um, Clever loop options like Riley West, I think, if I'm any chance. But we'll see how we go. Um, biggest margin this week was 489 points, the difference. Um, okay, it's substantial. In, in Div 4, um, not surprisingly, against the worst team ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, so his uh, coach facing him only scored 1276. You know, solid score, 1276. But um, in uh, Champions League number three, our mate Shaker uh, scored a little over 1,300, which was well down on the 16. I think he was projecting most of the weekend cool. um, to win by 339 over Mitch's Maulers. So Lovely work, Coach Shaker. A couple of big wins in there, and, uh, and that's the bulk of the stats I think I've got. There is one stat that has been pointed out 
to me, uh, Coach Gossi, which I, mm-hmm. I feel compelled to share. So, I mean, we, we have already talked about the fact that I am zero and three right now in Division Three. Now, we can I, talk about that some more if you like. I, uh, I have um, the probably the unwanted, the unenviable position of having been the second highest scorer so far of this year in Division Three. So right now I hold the, the second highest total points, but mm-hmm. I'm 10th on the ladder because I am the most scored against person in all of Shiva after three rounds. <laughs> that is extraordinary. Let's bring that one up again next week. Um, so I, I think uh, Benny pulled through the stats. I think there's about, oh, I'm, I'm not sure, like 360, 370 odd teams. And I mm. think my scoring's in the top 60 and uh, I'm 300. And, yeah, I'm the, I'm the last <laughs> place on the other stat. <laughs> Absolute fuckery that is. Oh, that is, um, some would say that's karma more than fuckery, but uh, I think that is something that we can all enjoy. Thank you for bringing that to the table. I have displeased the Shiva gods and I humbly apologize. Thanks for your stats, Coach Benny, and for their delivery, Coach Gossie. Well, Coach Gossie, last week we revealed the six finalists for this year's fifth running of the Mark Santillo Trophy of Musical Excellence, or at least the quest for it in the fifth annual Shiva Song Contest. It's all quite a mouthful, mate. Uh, did you feel like the top six, they really reflected where the contest was at this year? Yeah, I think they did. There, there weren't too many real hard luck stories, and, and I, I don't know that I could have knocked any of the six out for anyone else. So, yeah. and, uh, um, so I'm comfortable enough with where it landed. That, that's where it needed to be. I thought uh, maybe Coach Saunders was the most unlucky not to be there with his rap, which was very, very well put together. Uh, but he's already vowed to come back bigger and better next year. I always love that attitude. Hey, um, before we launch into revealing the results of the votes, and thank you to everyone that took the time to listen to the podcast and put your votes in, uh, for our fundraiser this year, we've raised $470 so far. We'd love to continue to push that. So uh, we're once again going to put the link in the, the podcast description and on our Facebook page. If you can spare a couple of dollars, we'd love it. Of course, it all goes to the National Jockey Trust this year in honour of our Shiverite, Michaela. Hey, uh, Gossie, are you ready for the top six? I'm ready. All right. So we're going to start from six up to one. So in sixth place for this year, Coach Nathan Wright, a beautiful effort with his song Love Fantasy Footy. Got three votes for the number one position or the top position from people. So coaches out there loving his effort. In fifth place, maybe a bit unlucky because we do have such a glut in the middle section here. Coach mm. Tim Marsh, who was the winner of one of the heats with 34 vote, uh, thirty-four points from his votes. Then one position above him, one point more than that with 35 points all up. Just out of the placings, Coach Benny Macker, hard luck story there, mate, with tribute. Ooh, Coach Benny Macker, very hard done by there. Which means almost wish he was here tonight just to hear you say that live. (laughs) Just for the the extra saltiness. Let's get into the top three. Our podium finishes for 2020. I love that this guy got it into third place. Coach Ryan with his first effort, his first entry (laughs) into the Shiva Song Contest. Yes, it's everyone's favorite Diddy. Porter's little tiny erect dick has made the bronze medal position. Uh, Thoughts on that one, Coach Gossie? Oh look, it's um, it's it's well deserved, isn't it? That's off to him. It's um, so it was it was unique, very different to every other song this year, and I think the people appreciated that. Yep, 
And do you know what? It just goes to show it doesn't have to be a seven-minute opus, a four-minute production masterpiece. You can just do something simple and it can get that cut through. Coach Ryan, proud of that effort, mate. Bloody well done. Which leaves us two coaches. Coach Jamie Radford, Coach Matty Macker. Now, obviously, with Coach Matty Macker especially, there's a particular story here because he has been a high finisher year after year. In the last three years, he's come fourth, third, and then second. Where's he come this year? He came second (laughs) with 39 (laughs) votes, which means our winner and joining us on the podcast, welcome our Shiva Song Contest winner for 2020. Congratulations, the Mark Santilla Trophy of Musical Excellence winner, Coach Jamie Radford. Welcome, mate. Congratulations. Yes. Thanks, gents. Good to be here. Bloody great effort. Uh, With your song, uh, when will we see some football? Mate, this one has uh, resonated a little bit differently. I I think uh, you've probably heard um, us talking about this over the last couple of weeks on the podcast. Can you talk us through your thought process around the song this year? Um, oh, I just, like everyone else, I was bored during the ISO and um, come round five, I, I just heard the song on the radio and um, just thought of one line. I can't even remember what it was now. But then I just had a pen and just started doodling it. Pretty much all of it came in one hit and then I just refined it a bit and pretty much forgot about it. Um, and then I brought it out and um, shared it with Tim Marsh, just the lyrics. And funnily enough, the next day you guys announced the song contest. So I thought, oh, I better do it. So okay. off I went um, and did it. But yeah, I was done ages ago and I was just sitting there. So, yeah. I wonder how many people actually check their songs off with Coach Tim because I definitely do. Um, he's kind of the, the one sounding board that I have. Which means that I think he might be that for a bunch of coaches. Uh, Coach Gossie, you actually name-checked in this song. Did that sway you at all? Oh, look, I'm I'm not saying that I'm open to bribes and persuasion, <laughs> but uh, I'm not, not saying that. <laughs> is, is there any strategy there? I mean, and there's probably not. It's probably very um, earnest as we assume. Um, <laughs> but is there any strategy there with, you know, if I include some coaches in this in a non-derogatory fashion, uh, then that actually actually might win me some favour? Oh, look, there there is that theory, but I think the other way to look at it too is if you go and give someone a great big backhander, you'll get 10 votes from other people. That's true. <laughs> for the sake of one person not voting for you. So that's... Um, yeah, there's there's merit to both sides. Did it cross your mind either way, Coach Jamie? No, not really. Um, it just sort of on the theme that I was on, it just seemed that's the way to go. Yeah. Um, and then I must admit the line with Benny Macker, that, that just wrote itself. I mean, that was just, <laughs> there was nothing else you could do. Um, and quite a, most of it was pretty simple. Like if we're keeping the words to the song, I mean, who else would you send your love to but Sherpa? So oh. um, it's... Mm. Um, yeah, so, and then Lee Duthies, you know, Kamish Duthies, everyone knows he barracks for the Tigers, so it was just, it'll just all fit in, so, I mean, I just put coaches in where I thought I'd fit in, and I listened to Matt McGrath go on about Carton and Carton all the time, so I had to get him going, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Brownlow medalists are coming, premiers, uh, anyway, so I had to pop him in there, yeah. um, and obviously couldn't leave Saunders out, I mean, that, that line was pretty much written for him, I think, so, um, <laughs> 
It just, it just suited. So to manage to get um, Benny's account and Jack Saunders to shut the fuck up Saunders in the one song without it sort of, and it all fit in, I thought it was pretty good. So Artfully good. done, sir. Artfully <laughs> done. Uh, mate, uh, was there other takes? I mean, uh, one comment that I did make is that you kept in the lower register. Um, you kept in a, a comfortable place uh, for singing throughout. Is there a take somewhere out there, maybe on your hard drive or already deleted, where you tried to go for the higher notes? Oh, uh, no, um, I need my lips as a singer, Damon. <laughs> I'm an, I know that I'm an awful singer, so I just did my best. So with, I, I wasn't going to try and get fancy with it. No, not at all. Well, just did what I could. all we could do is sit back and listen to the dulcet tones of Coach Jamie Radford, mate. We've got to do the victory lap. Here is your song, When Will We See Some Football? The winner of this year's 2020 Shiva Song Contest. Hey Sheba, it's Coach Jamie here. I hope you're keeping well. Should be the fifth round of the season. But COVID's put us all in hell. But if we practice isolation, footy will be back on by July. Keep your chins up, Shiva writes. I hate seeing shit zippers cry. I guess the youth is missing his tigers. And coaches Cam and Tim are lost without West Coast. They say both teams were headed for finals, or even higher maybe. So they might miss footy more than most. So when will we see some football? I know it won't be the same. Just the players, few staff, no fans. But don't forget the fantasy footy to give it that sweetness and that extra bang. Send my love to Chirper And my best to Messi Tell Coach Christo I'm sorry There's no Hawks at this time And look out for Matt McGraw He'll be thinking Carlton Can still be first over the Damon's got a new blast mate I hope he can hold his own Remember the last cunt? What was his name again? A little too much too long And Saunders, I'm even missing Saunders Cause there's sure as hell no one here I can tell to shut the fuck up Praise the Lady Shiva Give us back our season I know you all miss it All the talking of the trash But later in the year If 
footy will return And Woody's wrap-ups will be back Oh, it's, it's bloody great every time I listen to it. I think it is kind of like um, the... The cleansing song to to my song Shiva Rassles. It's kind of like the more wholesome cousin of that. A, a great reflection of the camaraderie, the community of Shiva. I think you captured it beautifully, Coach Jamie. A bloody great effort and a well deserved win. Congratulations. Cheers, Damon. Thank you. All right, uh, now guys, uh, Coach Jamie, stick around for it just a tiny bit more because. Uh, this has become a, a semi-tradition of the Shiva Song Contest now. Last year, for the Result Pod, uh, two guys who have been pretty much icons of this song contest, two-time winner Coach Alex Mulholland, um, who every other year doesn't make finals, and Coach Matty Macker, who obviously we highly respect what he is able to put together. Four third, second, second is no slouch whatsoever. Uh, they have created yet another duet for us all. Uh, I've not heard this. Gossy, you have not heard this. I have not. Uh, and Coach Jamie, of course. I mean, you've definitely not heard this. No. The final name for this is Perfect. Let's enjoy for the first time. Coach Matty Baker and Coach Alex Marholland. What's a weekend for me? Without the sport I love on my TV I've got a girl And my kid's so sweet But I've been missing 40 much more than these We were so sad when 40 was gone there was nothing else on It was just too much family time But I've loved 44 years So many smiles and tears And now it's back on doing fine Baby With a sharing in his arms He bounces on the grass And kicks her going to the empty stands Are the sad that looks a mess I whispered underneath my breath And she heard it For do you look perfect tonight? My right arm <laughs> So much stronger than my left Nothing to do but wank and do jobs Round the whole world <laughs> Enough is enough I'm not happy without fantasy To carry injuries To carry players of my own Picking up kids who are breakout stars Even against all odds I know they'll be alright 
time Phone browser in my hand Because UF doesn't have an <laughs> app This still brings tears to my eyes Baby my players on the ark With a sharing in his arms Bounces on the grass And kicks her going to the empty stands When I saw you on my screen Looking so beautiful I don't deserve this For do you look perfect tonight? Sharing in his arms Bounces on the grass And kicks her going to the empty stand I have faith in fantasy Now she heard a person Footy looks perfect Yes, we all deserve this Footy, you look perfect tonight. Oh, Coach Matty Mack and Coach Alex Bond. What an encore to this entire song contest once again. Uh, hey, Sensational. As, as our guest, Coach Jamie, thoughts, mate? Oh, that was brilliant. Uh, especially the parts where they were singing together. Just loved it. Uh, Coach Gossie, mate, uh, how did that one hit you? Sensational, that was. That's right in the heart there. That's right in the heart. And uh, just that, that layering of the, the vocals there, just oh, <laughs> do you, meticulously do, done. Do you know what what got me is, um, like, Coach Matty Macker, I think, undoubtedly has one of, if not the best voice that we've heard so far in the Shiva song contest. I'm hoping it's mm-hmm. kind of like Ida where you get to like the seventh season and all of a sudden this person comes out of left field. It is just angelic. Maybe you're out there. But for now, Coach Matty Maker, best voice. And so you get this clean vocal and all my brain was doing the whole time was, can't wait for Coach Alex. Can't wait yes. for Coach Alex. <laughs> and then when he, when he goes for that incredibly high note late, oh, just so good. I love that shit so much. Magic. <laughs> uh, coaches, I, I love that effort. We're talking about two of the most passionate people, but I just want to give um, a shout out to a couple of different coaches that have gotten on to me. And not only have they said they've written a song for next year's song contest, but they've recorded it as well. Oh. Um, Coach Cam Gorda got on to me today. He says he, he thinks he's written a winner. Can he send it through? And I was like, mate, like, don't waste it now. Don't don't use your winning song now. See if it'll hold for 11 months. But uh, there, there are songs already out there for next year. Coach Jamie, can you go back to the well? Yeah, I sort of, even when I got to the finals, I was starting to think about all oh, the pressures on now for next year. Like, I, I think I finished bottom three every year. So it didn't matter what sort of crap I pulled out every year. So, But now I feel like 
I've got to do something. Yeah, people will sit up and take notice. You've had that breakout performance now. There's <laughs> yeah, that's the right. Pressure. Coach is going to be drafting you early now, Coach Jamie. You've got to deliver. Yeah, well, um, as I said, I've got a couple of ideas. Um, we'll see how we go. Coach Gossi, I know you were like percolating something for the 2020 season, and mm-hmm. ran out of time. Is it an idea that will hold in 12 months' time? It. Oh God, I hope not, to be honest. <laughs> if I have to use the same themes again, it's just not going to be good. But there were a couple of other ideas I was toying with over the, um, God, over the last year, if I'm honest, and uh, just, yeah, didn't quite come together in that last week. But uh, I'm feeling that with a, a bit of interest about maybe, um, you know, and people have got more spare time up their sleeve, maybe there should be an end-of-season song contest as well. Oh, God, uh, I looked kind of like at the Wizard Cup. Of uh, the song contest. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, we always love featuring the work of our coaches. Coach Jamie, I love the fact that even though you hadn't had great results in the previous years, you doubled down, you got one out of the box this year, you smashed it, and, mate, thank you so much for joining us on the pod. Celebrating your win, mate. You're not paying your Shiva dues next year, even if you don't win. Oh, well, there's not much chance of that on my record. It's all my Shiva records almost as bad as my song contest. <laughs> so um, we'll see how we go. <laughs> Mate, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast tonight. Congrats Thanks, again, too. Yeah, cheers, Gossie. When we returned last week, Coach Gossie, th- there was a part that I felt we were truly missing, kind of like the heart of the podcast or the dark heart of the podcast. That's probably a better way of putting it. A lippy kissy from Coach Crut. Uh, do, you, do you think that it makes up quite an integral part of what we're doing here? Look, I don't know why we bother doing this thing if we <laughs> don't have a lippy-kissy from Cut. Just, you know, to be honest, it's that is the whole purpose of this entire pod is we're just padding out around that particular segment. <laughs> All right, let's it's what get the in. people want, Damon. Let's get into it. Lippy-kissy. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if I can be fucked on one game at night. There's nothing to talk about, Jager. Hey, Gossie. Hey, Gossie. How good's Jager? He goes right. Keep your lips luscious. (laughs) (laughs) I've been harassing him all week, and he'll build up a head of steam every now and again. And then when it comes to delivery, he, he's just, he's not inspired right now. I'm not sure what needs to get him inspired. I think uh, fatherhood has uh, has softened it, him. It's mellowed him, hasn't it? It's just quietened him down a little. Even that introduction just didn't have the real, the, the oomph that uh, it usually does. And I think um, we need to get that back. I mean, he's such a nice guy, Crut, and such a, a wonderful host and a, a you know, just all sorts of lovely, and we need to get him angry again. He's a beautiful man. Uh, that that can't be denied. Although we did get a couple of other sound bites from him, including this. Oh, Benny, that was so exciting. Your deep voice, yeah. Oh, Benny, oh yeah. So enjoy that one, Tim Marsh, uh, and uh, this one here. I just walked into the chicks' toilets. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm not sure if that was a 
accident or or a deliberate sort of bragging moment there with who's trying to achieve it. It's, um, it's different. It, it's yep, no, but that's crap. Hey, uh, Gossy, that's all we've got for this week. An exciting week where we crowned our fifth Shiva Song Contest winner in Coach Jamie Radford. We really do appreciate uh, you joining the podcast, Coach Jamie. You could hear Coach Maddie Macker's heart breaking in a distant, distant place. Uh, mate, what have you got coming up for round four? You've already said uh, you're facing up with a coach of the White MGs, so a massive task ahead. Yeah, that's um, that's going to be fun. I mean, um, you know, projections, I, I guess they do count for something these days, don't they? And um, uh, he's currently projected for 1417, and oh, I'm, I'm projected for barely scraping 1100. So um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, mate, uh, once again, I'm projected to win. As I said, my team's been going all right. He, I mean, uh, my biggest Achilles heel at the moment is my ruck situation, right? So... Um, I tried to draft the um, port double in Lysette and Laddams. Lysette got taken maybe a pick ahead of me. So I ended up going with a Sean Darcy-Andrew Phillips duet. Darcy got Ooh, injured. Yeah. I, I managed during the week to trade Reese Conker for Reese Stanley, um, who's <laughs> been scoring a right, but now he's got immediate ligaments trade. We didn't even mention that in the in- um, injuries before. So Reese mm. Stanley's gone. Uh, and so at the moment, I've got Harrison Himmelberg. Um because I picked him up off the waivers. I don't know. Might have to trade for there because that is the massive hole in my side. Other than that, doing okay. Not doing too badly. Oh, Ben Cunnington's injured as well. Didn't mention that to anyone. Yeah, no no one really cares too much. He's um, He plays for North. That's true. Uh, I'm playing special fried Bryce this week. Uh, so good luck to him. I'm hoping to get my first win. Hoping to bring some good news to the podcast. Although I think uh, if I really interpret it right, the good news is that I have caught a loss. Uh, to all coaches in Shiva, may we have a stress-free round. Essendon is back. Hopefully we get nine games and we can get this season somewhat back on track. Coach Gossi, love your work, mate. Pleasure as always. Thank you. We will catch you next week for another Shiva Blast. Shiva, come in, so much, 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 come in, so much